Hey, how's it going, man? Good, good, Richard. Yeah, it's nice to talk to you. Yeah, nice to talk to you, too. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. yeah. But that's not your fault. You're, you're always doing stuff. I mean, that's what's really cool about you is you're always doing a bunch of stuff. Like, have you always been that way? Have you always just been, like, have oh, a lot of interests? Like, all, like, just a bunch. Once, um, I I guess probably I always had like eclectic interests, so I I don't know. Uh, I I just the I this expression in general interests me, so I, I don't know. It's like performing comedy is one aspect of all the different ways to perform. I I wish I could slug it out at some more open mics with you guys, but honestly, it's like. Yeah, but it's I, a money thing sometimes. Yeah, of course. It's, it's a money. transportation thing other times. Always. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the mics are like what an hour an hour and a half from us. We have a couple in yeah. South Jersey. Yeah. You the, know. Our and the lion's share is up north. Yeah, our area is uh, not doing well uh, comedy wise, but it's like it just mm. goes that period sometimes. Yeah. Like, have that. Uh, but what do you call it? Ugly pancakes got it on life support. Yeah. Right? They do. Mm, there's some stuff in Atlantic City that we don't even roll with because that's too far south. Like, oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to go to AC. No, I've heard. Uh, uh, I've heard about that. <laughs> uh, See, um, uh, end up at a motel on the side of the road near AC. Like, nah. Not even for all the drink tickets in the world. Man. Right. See Chris Covert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you're doing a whole lot. You have the podcast, uh, comics, cartoons, craft, and craft brews. Craft beers, yeah. That's cool. I listened to the Christmas episode. That was really you cool. like uh, when we went through all the different holiday specials. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Christian, Christian's very knowledgeable. I love having Big Kahuna on as engineer. I do miss Chris Mad Junior though. He was our OG. Oh, but yeah, yeah, we uh, we have a logo on the way. Joe really wants to make merchandise. But I, um, he's like, can you make pins? It's like, if I make a bunch of pins and no one buys them, you know how upset it's going to make me every time I look at them? It's like, no, we can I give them away for free. I, I, gotta... I think people would buy them, you know? I think, mm. I like the, uh, it's crazy how the logo, like, it looks exactly like you guys. It's crazy. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, and I... Joe, Joe found that person on Fiverr to make our logo. That is perfect. We're working on another one, but um, we're also working on our Patreon. So we don't have any kind of content that costs money yet. Right. And we wanted it to be that way, but we're going to change it up probably soon. Yeah. Have I guess People that can, if they want to, you know. Right. And uh, you just, I, I, I don't know the name. Uh, I should because I'm having them on in a couple weeks. It's uh, Vin Brew's band. Oh yeah, uh, Vin Brew and the Long Branch Davidians. Long yes. Yeah, that's a great. It's a great name. <laughs> it's a great name. I. <laughs> How's that? Every, every time I, oh, every time I bring up that I'm in that band, they're like, "Wait, what's it called?" Like, it's like yeah, the Long Branch Davidians. We we have a gang feud with Third Street, but no, I play trumpet in it, and uh, yeah, I can. I can do all the plugs at the beginning here, but give me a sec. Uh, let's d- circle back to the band that I play trumpet in. Jen yeah. sings and writes the songs for it. Yeah. I do not know it is actually. Uh, I believe in March. Yes. 
Yeah, how you been, man? I've been good. You know, I moved in with VJ a couple months ago. That's been really cool. Yeah. You know, it's just as weird. It's weird how like crazy, how different my life is, but how like I've just like been the same pretty much. I'm yeah. To a completely different place and been like, okay, this is where I live. Now. Yeah, things are things are different, but they are also the same. Right. Same as it ever was. Right. And the days go by. Yeah. It's just cool, yeah. like, we, we at least, like, with him driving and stuff, we get to go to a lot more mics and stuff, so that's pretty cool. Heck yeah, I bet VJ's plugged into a bunch, I see him about, out and about on the internet. Oh, yeah. Not in person, because I'm not out and about. Right, but he's always getting booked and stuff, so it's always cool to see with him. And, uh, yeah, it's just cool. Uh, it's been, and we get along really, really well, so it's been, we're not sick of each other. <laughs> Are you still there? Oh shit! Did we? Yo. Okay. Take two. <laughs> Take two. So the show is March. It is March fourth. It's a Friday around right. seven eight. And that's the next Davidian's gig. It's the Danny Clinch Transparent Art Gallery in Asbury Park. Write it oh. down. Save the date. Wow. It's so cool that you guys are doing that. Like, So when did you learn to play trumpet? Was that a high school thing? Uh, yeah, high school. Uh, my marching band. Uh, most, uh, I, I was playing, actually, I was playing in grade school. And then up through high school, I jumped into the marching band with it. And... I still don't understand how I was able to memorize all those patterns and like my brain was still untouched by college year, like, you know, shenanigans. So I I guess, I guess I was just operating at a better, but I look back on it. It's like I was intersecting with tubas and drum people while playing. And now I can like barely remember, you know, like all the parts to a different song while I'm playing with Finn. So I don't know. I got to like run or something eat more yogurt mm. right i tried to learn I, I tried to learn to play trumpet when i was in fourth grade i think third or fourth grade yeah that's when they push it on you my the it was like after school and like i guess i just picked it and then yeah they bring the, the cart around mean, the music teacher is like, like hey you know zedra was too mean that i was like and all the other kids were so good i was like the music oh, teacher man. was mean yeah, like that's it's like, wow. This is like an after-school thing, aren't you supposed to make it like approachable to do? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, I thought I thought they were usually like, "Hey, we need more people, real bad." Like, come on. Right. But uh, it's cool <sighs> that you're able to do that. Like, how did that sort of idea come about? I don't know. I think I just wanted to have something that made me. I don't know. I just, I saw it and I thought that three valves, huh? It's like, this looks fun. It sounds fun. I want to play a trumpet. It's like trumpets are loud. Like I was, I was 11 when I decided I was going to pick one up, you know? So it's like, I was not very old, like 11, 12, I think. Were your parents like, yeah, they were encouraging. They were very encouraging. They bought me a trumpet. That's awesome. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, so they've always been encouraging of your stuff, right? They've always been really, really good, right? Yeah, yeah, you come see, come saw, more or less, you know. Right. Here and there. I mean, as long as you're keeping yourself busy and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I don't I don't know. At some points, it's kind of like, hey, when are you gonna fucking become a millionaire? And it's like, relax, relax, relax. <laughs> right. It's never it's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. I'm no, not at least like, not buying least you a house. You yeah. At least you have like th- things to do like in your time. Like. You oh know, no! I, I mean, you are. I mean, I really admire that. That's oh. so fucking easy. I look at like what you do, and I'm like. That's a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> Thank you. I, I I feel a lot like I'm kind of. I don't know. I don't want to say like languishing. It's I, I. It's probably just my brain telling me negative stuff all the time. It doesn't matter how good I'm doing with stuff. It's always like you could have done this better if you ever make a mistake or if you like say the wrong thing on oh, stage, yeah. especially later on. You're beating yourself up. And I don't know. It's like I should take a step back and be like, okay, I have a podcast that's doing way better than I expected. I have three panel comics that I make. I'm in a band playing music pretty much once a month. We have a show now. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm blessed. I, I'm really surprised that half of what I've put together has, you know, had any legs at all. The pins, especially. I still flabbergasted that I make money off that. Right. But uh, yeah, I just throw shit at a wall and see what what works, what seems to work, and then I try and focus more on it if it's if it's working out. Great. Uh, how's Lauren doing? I should ask that. She's cool. That's good. They're walking dogs. It's cold yeah. as hell out, so people don't want to walk oh, family yeah, dogs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I miss hanging out with you guys. It's just it's cool. Like, just to think. COVID flared the fuck up too, though. It's like yeah. I, I'm not saying that's an excuse not to hang out. No, but it's no, like I, I, I don't even it. want to leave my house so much anymore. No, I get it. It's Me a big part of why I don't uh, do do my tight five anymore, which has probably become a looser five now. But right. <laughs> but I mean, at least you still have like stuff that you're doing. I mean, that's like really cool. Do you have uh, have has Joe like hooked you up with any type of like places to go or anything or? Oh, um. Uh, Joe's more looking to me for places. To, well, he's got his like nightly gig at Uncle Vinny's. He's a host there. Right. But um, yeah, other than that, it's kind of been hard for him to find the time to go out and just, you know, do the circuit, do open mics, meet up yeah. with people and make connections, it's which so he would be, which he would be so good at, by the way. He is so customer service, you know, friendly. Like he would just be so great at making connections with people yeah. and getting booked on stuff. And then maybe he can get me booked on stuff, and I won't have to talk to anyone. But right. you know, <laughs> it's not really how it works. No, I don't know. I was at Squid Game at you know Scotty's the other day. It was like an open invitation kind of thing, and I show up and. People are stealing each other for other teams, and I got stolen for a team. I did crowd work for three minutes. It's pretty fun. Uh-huh. Chris Gassler cool. won. Chris Gassler's pretty funny. Oh yeah, I enjoy. Funny. I enjoy his uh, his kind of childlike innocence into straight up like talking about still like, eating pussy and shit. But like, yeah, his face it looks yeah. like it's like a little kid up there. Like I love that guy. Oh yeah, um, like that. I wish I was up north more to chill with those folks. But, uh, yeah, I don't have any excuse for not hitting nip and tuck. I just haven't been feeling it. No, uh, I haven't gone to nip and tuck. No excuses. I'm, uh, I'm nip and tuck or uh, there's Ghost Har- Harbor well. Creative. I, I love the scene. I just don't like nip and tuck. And it's like... I don't like the $8 t- tater tots. I don't mind anything else about it. I yeah, The beer I mean, like... is 
even cheaper than the little pieces of fried potato. Little pieces of fried potato that they get out yeah. of like a freezer box, and then they put like a little bit of cheese and sour cream, some chives on it, and they're like, "Oh, this is the Mexican tots." Right. I'm not trying to talk shit about nip and tuck. Those no. tots are overpriced. And then we get like, and and then they let us like, do comedy I think there. We got spoiled with uh, Ross's. Uh, oh, with Brighton Bar, yeah, Brighton absolutely. Bar. We got spoiled. So because like... it was a it was a dive bar, it was cheap, and they gave us intro music before we would go up. You can't find a place. To no, do that it was. Anymore. It was. It was the time. It was the time. And uh, it's gonna be funny when they reopen and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" I was just finally over it, you know. Like, <laughs> right. I had found closure and I've moved on. I'm residencing here or whatever. Right. Fine, I guess we're going back. Shit, you are got the shot in a beer special. Still. Wait, are they reopening it? I've heard talk that they're trying. They, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think anyone fucking knows. I don't think anyone fucking <laughs> actually knows what's going on. Because I can hear yeah. one way and then the other, you know, and I but, just feel like it's people being hopeful, you know, so I, I don't yeah. know. I can't say for like, sure. Kind of like I that think happened. it would be funny kind of if they like just that. reopened it at, at, you know, like in a couple of years. Like, why did this even happen? Like, right. Yeah. It's just like, it's it's cool, like, just to think but, of yeah. the stuff that we were able to do. Yeah, all the roasts. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was like, we gotta find was... another spot. There's no, there's nothing to do about it, but uh, keep doing comedy. Nip yeah. pretty. I mean, you know, shit. Overpriced tater tots. Just get a beer instead. You're fine. Get a Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> You're supporting the bar then. Right. Uh, <sighs> gotta buy you something. Did. I have not. Uh, dude, they also raised the bar. They're having like a little comedy festival. I didn't apply because, dude, I'm oh. not. Oh, I haven't yeah, been doing so the open mics there either. It's like if I had gone a couple weeks, you know, recently maybe, but just to, like send my application. But oh, I want to do this. Like I really don't. I don't really. <laughs> no, I mean it's really tough. I mean, I, I. Uh... It's two hours of driving to get there and come back, just to start, you know. Yeah, and and then and then there's everything else with you know driving, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't enjoy leaving my house. I really don't. So no, the it's... the idea of trying to be a comedian, it's like I I don't take this seriously. I really don't take it that seriously, and right, I'm but... better off for it. I think. Yeah, I think like you know you do what you you can, and I think that that happens. Like people it's mostly if someone thinks do. of me for a show, I'll, I won't say no to that. Right. But, uh, yeah. I mean, do you still, like, do you pump out, like... Material? Material when you're, like, kind of randomly? Or... Yeah. I jot stuff down in a notepad. Or I have a little notepad app on my phone. I just jot ideas down. But I haven't really, you know, worked on it, yeah. Right. Your stuff is um, just, like, it's it's really clever. And it's always really, really good. So thank I you. think, like... Just being able to get out there and do it is just the thing for you, and it's always that. It's you know that's the tough part. Is yeah, it's the it's the actual just putting the time because it's tough. It is tough. It's tough to travel. Places. Oh man, it's a lot of time. It's it is. Time. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of hustling, yeah. and it's sometimes very little reward. Sometimes no. you are there for almost no one. Yeah, and you're like, like, why did I do this? Like, yeah. Yeah. So shows shows never never give me that vibe. So I always I'm always gonna accept an invite to get on the show, if anyone's right. listening. But hey, um, Rich, <laughs> yeah, you you uh, what do you call it? You live with VJ now. Yeah. When are you guys gonna like 
Oh wait, do you help him run the Eatontown mic at all? Because you and Max used to run no. it. Uh, no, he took it over completely. No, he he he. Um, <laughs> no, Max still runs it. He he runs it once in a while when she wants to go trade off night and have like time off. And uh, he took it over last month uh, in December because she went to Texas for the month. I thought it was just his mic now, but they're no. still they're still that sharing like, it. All right, yeah, they're still sharing it. I could go to that maybe work out some material. I yeah, I really and you yeah, know, we always, right, we quite close. Really <laughs> I used to go, I used to go to Retro Eight. Um, I remember that, that was another thing I oh, was doing was the arcade. Yeah, but that was uh that was once a month and uh, they're not doing it right now. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely yeah. I mean, it's it's always you know I hate to say this about Master Production, but it's like it's always much better when vj does it he just has a better hosting skills yeah and the, that, uh, there's something to be said about energy in the room and like i don't want to like, don't take it personally it's not her it's, fault it's yeah. just like she doesn't as much as she wants to now we're talking shit about comics on your whatever that's all shit about her too, <laughs> but like, you know, edit this part it's out like, it's like if i hosted like you you have the people that you can draw in like mm-hmm. like i know that i could draw people in when i hosted with dan like that would have to happen but dan is a major part of that <laughs> yeah the the, the 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 you being there probably put it over the top though you know right, but yeah <laughs> but with me i'm always i was one or the I, other I, wouldn't have the same result as both of you that's uh, what i'm saying yeah um I was, everyone uh, wanted to come see that that's uh, understandable yeah because uh, we're wondering if dan's gonna finally have a heart attack you know <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna finally have a stroke and just and his eyes are going to roll back and blood shoot out of his nose. Oh, he's like, close. oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> quick, flash the light. Quick, quick. No. I don't. no um, yeah, I don't know. There's, it's yeah. like when, when, the, when the mic feels boring, you don't want to come back. So the, no. the, the, it's just kind of like, hey, we're doing a comedy show. You take some coffee and shove it in your face. I don't know. Right. Some styles of comedy just don't work well as the people might think they do. I don't know. I don't like story. I don't like hearing stories about people's lives. I want to hear fucking jokes. I want to hear you oh, tell me yeah. a joke, dude. I think that can be the toughest thing nowadays. Is because dealing with a three minute a... story that's begun midway through a five minute set. Yeah. I, think I can't. Be... I can't. You gotta have that sort of drawing. To be like, what am I going to listen to? For the story your- has to hit you. The story has to have punches in it. Yeah. So you can't just have one punch at the end of a two-minute-long story. It's going to make people want to kill themselves. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> I think with you, like, your style gets very. Uh, it's very underrated. I think. I think people just don't. Oh, yeah. It's rhythm. There's Seems kind of gimmicky. People. If gimmicky. you don't have enough jokes, if you if you run out too quickly, it's gimmicky. But if you have enough to impress people, like, whoa, he's still going. I think I'm finally getting uh, enough of uh, uh, a re- rotation, a repertoire of jokes and that also, I just remember off the top of my head. Like, and also, I mean, you're you're funny either way. Like, I mean, I thanks. know that's your style and you like to do that, but... You mean crowd work? Like, no, I mean, crowd work, I mean, really... Anything, even when you just do like the more traditional kind of giving your opinion, more based stuff. Mm. 
I feel like you're you are much more uh like flexible than you might think you are. Like yeah. we think you're we think you're funny. Like everyone I talk to is like, yeah, Don is like, you know, that's your style, you're great at it, but it's you know, just know that you could do other Oh stuff. yeah, yeah. No, I got what you're saying. Like, like, don't, don't be afraid to tell a couple stories on stage. Maybe, yeah, because you, you, you think I could, I could do it justice. That's yeah. that's very sweet, Rich. Thank you. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It, for me, it's my brain kind of just. That's what it spits out. Is right. Just set up. And oh punch, yeah, I thought like then... the same thing with. Like, yeah. That was was really tough about doing uh, when we switched to uh, going to the Brighton Bar. That was really tough because everyone was so nice and. Uh, especially the bartender Mike, like he's great, but he really had to get used to my self-deprecating humor, <laughs> which is like, thing that's like, yeah, I'm gonna shit on myself. Don't worry about it. Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike came to your rescue a lot of times because people would be like spending their whole set just bringing you up and talking about well, your outfits, and yeah. then Mike would be like, hey. Can you guys write any friggin' new material or or what? Is this the Richard Dweck show? Yeah, he's gotten mad about it, but not at you. He's coming to your aid. Yeah, I felt so bad for him. I was just like, because I understood where he was coming from. Because because he wants to hear some new jokes. He doesn't want to hear about Richard Dweck every week. Right. I don't know. (laughs) Not 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 that there's anything wrong with Richard Dweck. No, I just felt so bad about it, and then like. I wasn't you shouldn't kidding. feel bad. It's the other people that are picking on you. I mean, not picking on you, but you know, no. everybody like, ribs each other. But it's yeah. like I feel like they kind of people start in on you, and then everyone's like, "Oh, it's an easy target," and everyone's trying to make fun of you. It's like, right. no, if you and don't then, know I, him, you don't get to. Right. Like, I, mean, I don't that know. Was, that was the thing too that people sort of had a thing with, and like I don't mind it because like me, I'm always like, if they're a community that I respect and they're funny, like I get it and I'm cool with it. My thing right. with it was like, okay, uh, I don't want this to be. I want this to be fun, but I don't want it to annoy Angelo because he's running the mic; it's his thing, and I don't want it to annoy the bartender because you know he's got to explain it to normal people that are at the bar. And oh no, trust me, the normal people at the bar do not give a fucking shit what's happening with the open. Mic. Like, whoa, I don't <laughs> get that joke. It's okay; they're jerking each other off. Don't worry about it. You know? right. They're not. They're not gonna sweat themselves to sleep about you know richard dweck and dan caprio's right. ongoing whatever so i always felt bad about that and like uh you know i was i was hanging with like like this has just been something that's been looming over me is like you know kevin hall okay yeah like, i think he doesn't do he didn't do my podcast because of me sort of like bogarting the open mic <laughs> how do you mean bogarting like, I guess, like, I don't know if I'm using that word right. Like, my name just, like, sort of, like, it sort of just became, like, a thing. Like, no one, like, uh, I was bullshitting outside of uh, the mic on uh, the library mic outside when we were done mm-hmm. with Liam and, and everyone. And Liam just told me, like, that he was complaining one time, like, that he hates doing, uh, hated doing the Brighton Bar and stuff like that. Because people only, all they would do was jokes about me. And all they would talk about was me. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then I was like, that's why he didn't do my part. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Hall hated like, doing Brighton yeah. Bar because uh, I could, yeah, you know what? It's kind of a circle joke. Like, oh, does he hate me? It's like, you know, you always got those fucking things in your head. You're like, hey, man, when you're in Rome, do as the Romans do. He should have made fun of you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
this is me being in my head, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So I haven't really seen much of your comic. How's that going? Oh, I have been working out a thing with my graphic designer, and it's I have lots of ideas, but my drawing skill is like I did one recently that is so bad. I look at the first panel, and it is just. It's like the scribblings of an insane person. Like, my comic is so bad, but I, I think the jokes in it are funny. But right. I, I don't know. The last one's called Surf's Up, and you can go look at it. It's it's Hot in Hell Comics is my comic's name. Look that up on Instagram. You'll find oh, the two comics. Okay. I have two comics released right now, a bunch of ideas, and we're trying to pump out more, but it's just like, I don't know. I can't bring myself to draw comics. I always have like dishes or some other shit I have to worry about. I don't know. I don't want to be the one drawing it, but I also don't want to like bother artistic people about it too much. Like, hey, hey, you're going to do this? Hey, hey. So I'm like, right. giving people time. And, you know, the more I stress out about something, the worse it seems to come out. So I just want to take it easy and draw it when I you know feel like it it seems like at 4 a.m I get the creative urge to do something like try and write more jokes or oh, yeah. draw up a cartoon so like, ideas for episodes of the CCCB fuck sorry what I don't know if this has like a, a legit like answer or anything but like does the Ooh. sounds are, interesting are you a part of the is the hot and hell comics like is that sort of is that a little like drawing like you or is it like a character like I'm pretty yeah I'm pretty sure it's me oh. I don't I don't really know yet <laughs> I, you know I, I'm not sure what he's going to do like so I can't right you know oh say God, it I can't really say if it's me or not but I I feel like I feel like I looked to myself and I was like How, what are the parts that I want to share with people so I I drew that up right as a as a person and it's just yeah i don't want you to ever see my eyes like you know no it's like mish hedberg <laughs> yeah he's just very like hey what's up like i don't have health care <laughs> no <laughs> <Joke. laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> hey what's up oh no the oceans are really tall now uh, hey <laughs> this, is, this is the sense of humor of it there's right. gonna be one okay, the sneak preview. You only available on what the heck with Richard Dwight. There's gonna be one where he's like drive riding a subway car and he's like looking through a magazine. There's just like turd and it's like just T U R D exclamation point. And there's like a picture of just a swirly shit. And he's just <laughs> reading the magazine and they like looks up from the magazine. There's an advertisement for turd right in front of him, like just on the train. And then he gets off the train and then he looks up and he's in Times Square and there's just turd advertisements everywhere and there's a plane flying by that just has turd in the fucking and it's just a statement on advertising oh yeah that's perfect yeah like shit is everywhere just shit everywhere yeah south park already did it kind of but i mean more about advertising not everything is turning into shit yeah. Just all the fucking ads I have the to look at. Episode. Yeah, that was. A- you'll be, you like kind of could have headphones in, and he like looks down. It's like this podcast brought to you by Turd, and you'd be like, no, like that. Right. <laughs> Break Did the phone. The, uh, the new South Park episode. The I specials. I saw part of it. 
I've seen the first two specials, the pandemic and then no, no, the pre pandemic and the lockdown episodes, but I haven't seen the after the pandemic episode, which was a little bit, uh, a little bit of an early thing for them to even call it that, you know, it's like after the, are we after the pan? No, (laughs) there's going to be more. They're going to make another one. That's going to be like even more pandemic than you bargained for. No, I those mean, guys it, are geniuses. Yeah, it's crazy, like how how that is. Have you guys? You guys haven't covered uh, South Park yet on your. We uh, haven't done South Park. If anyone, if anyone wants to do South Park, or any comedians in the area listening, because I imagine that's your your, your crew, your audience yeah. mostly. Yeah, mostly. So yeah, hey guys, please please be on my podcast. Just yeah. to reach out. Because I was trying to think of like. I have like two, like two possible things. Like I should probably tell you this off, but I can probably tell you this now. Like, no, you can pitch it to I me. Know, I know Joe wants me to do a single episode because I did the uh, the one with Timmy with you guys, right? And uh, he told me that did really well. I would either want to do uh, like they're they're totally different. Okay. Uh, I would either want to do Recess. Okay. Or BoJack Horseman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they are very, very different. <laughs> Recess is like little kid humor, yeah. and like they, uh, they have all the adult versions of stuff. But as kids, yeah. like snitches and the king, and yeah, well, okay, yeah, it's not really based in reality. But then, I like that the second graders are savages. Oh yes, I love the kindergartners. That. I think maybe actually <laughs> kindergartners are savages. I love that. I love. I loved it. It was always my like. That was my sort of like. I always think about like. The peak years of your childhood, like eleven to like thirteen, of like yeah, oh, that was what I watched. It was like Toon Disney. Was like, yeah, <laughs> it was like you know, um, like I also liked The Weekenders. Was on the time I remember that. I remember The Weekenders. Yeah, yeah. Lloyd in Space wasn't <laughs> on that island. I never really Lloyd. Lloyd in Space reminds me. He's too. He's too fucking. I don't know. Yeah, he's like always nervous, like right. in every situation he's in. He's like a little Caillou in space, and I, right. I don't know. <laughs> you know I could give know. I could give that another try. Maybe I just remember all the angsty episodes of oh, I'm growing up and I'm an alien. Right. Maybe there's stuff I missed. And it's like I was never like I guess it was always like it was I would come home and I guess it was always on earlier in the day, so I never saw it. But like I always saw commercials for it was uh do you ever see Brace Face? Yeah. Yeah, I never watched it. Not really my bag. I liked Pepper Ann more of oh, that yeah. of for that me, yeah. uh block. Of course. I remember the Thanksgiving episode so well. It was so fucking good. It's just like the most tightly paced Pepper Ann episode. And there there's like the gr- the grandpa, I forget I forget exactly, or it was like an older aunt is over, and there's just Crazy shit is happening the entire Thanksgiving episode. I just remember that from Pepper Ann. I don't know why I don't remember anything else about it. Yeah, it's just so funny. Like that whole period of time, it was like those weird, like it was a lot of in between shows that kind of flashed in the pan yeah. and disappeared. Yeah, and then it they was didn't really like, have was, staying power. But hey, what was really cool about them was that they were like they were ninety shows that like I guess I sort of missed at the time because I was young. Because I was too young for them, so like, mm-hmm. or too old, I guess. Like I, I came 
like in consciousness when they were you know around so like seeing them when i was like 10 was like oh this is really cool i was obsessed with um transformers the beastmasters those little well i forget is beastmasters or something it was like these little transforming jaguars but when i was a little kid i used to love that shit uh they're like these sleek animal ah uh, fuck <laughs> and i liked kablam a lot kablam yes kablam introduced was, uh... me to the concept of throwaway gags just like having a joke getting rid of it because that's what henry and june would do every time between cartoons and the cartoons were kind of throwaways too sometimes right. they'd be like 60 seconds you know next thing i remember like being like confused of like <laughs> you know how you don't understand like parody and stuff like i i always yeah. thought that um uh, oh what's a seth mcfarland's not Family uh, Guy? No. Um, Seth Green's show. Uh, oh, Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken. I yeah. always thought that was a ripoff of uh, Kablam. It's, uh, really? Now. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, this well, is family now. <laughs> they, they use a lot of, uh, they use the plasticine claymation <laughs> thing. Yeah. I was always like, I like that better. I don't know. They're, I mean, it's similar that they're, that they're like one's the robot chicken watching TV and the other is, a, you know, animated comic book named Kablam. Right. I always like the idea of a comic book named Kablam and the fact that it was a TV show. It was just it was so different. You know, it is so, it's just something that out of left field and it's had funny shows in it. It was like right. a launching point for a bunch of small shows. That maybe we're trying to. I think they tried to make Action League now a show, and it didn't work. But they were just taking two episodes and mashing them together into a half hour. They should have made new ones too. Right. Yeah, they just tried to re-release it as a show and see if they would get the numbers. I mean, honestly, if I got an offer to do that with my show, hell yeah, I'd do it. But you know, right? I feel like the network screwed up by not offering them some money. Hey, take your dolls, take your toys here. Right. Keep having the mayor dad blast it. It was so funny. It was yeah. such a fun show. They'd be like holding on to the steering wheel of the car and they would make a hard right. The whole doll just goes to the right. It's just ah! like, right. Thunder girl flying like thunder. There's so many different little elements. Like Right. Yeah. My brother Smelly. Oh, he's a backstabber. <laughs> the stinky diver. Oh my god, so many Oh a melt man. Oh my god, I'm remembering all this. That's like in the south. <laughs> like, oh Don't God. worry, guys. I'm coming. It's like, why? Why would we worry about if you're coming or not? You're Melt Man. It's like, I can help. Don't. <laughs> right. Melt Man with the power to melt. Do you guys have um any more, like, I, so, like, besides the Christmas episode, like, do you guys have any? We just dropped a new episode. It's just me and Joe this time. We got Christian on the mic as well. And we were talking about Samurai Jack. Doing a deep dive. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because we've done Gendy, but we have not done Samurai Jack. And me and and Joe just both love it. 
Yep, yep. Uh, I'm calling it year two. Right. But uh, I don't know. I don't like. I don't like want to relate my show back to regular ass broadcasting because no, it's owned sense. by corporate interests. And a season usually is like what twenty six at max. Usually, yeah. we have yeah. fifty. A whole season shouldn't be fifty episodes. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. It's a year. It's a whole year of episodes. Right. And I'm so proud of me and Joe for doing it because I thought. We were going to like, what, what is it? More than 30, 50% of podcasts quit after like 13 shows. Yeah. Like 13 shows you get. And then everybody, almost everybody quits by then. Yeah. I can't imagine quitting. Joe's like my gym partner. So we right. both come up with something every week. Whoo! We got some fire coming up, hopefully. But yeah. Scheduling really cool. scheduling's rough. I love seeing that stuff like just all those stuff come out and the people that go on i mean i think that's a cool thing like for people with this podcast is like you just see like oh that person i know that yeah person. <laughs> yeah we got to up our guest game a little bit we've been kind of lacking in the scheduling department but we will not be caught lacking in the new year no, oh great um it's so cool just to see everything that you have done uh do you have uh any other stuff that you're doing or is it mostly just all those things um right so i sell hat pins but i feel like most right. people know that already about me so um how does that work like do you work with a company or is it just i have a producer that i send my designs to and then they'll take the designs and have them made up into like proofs that i prove on and then they make a couple samples and they send me pictures. I'm like, yep, that looks good. And then they finish the order and then I send the money and then they send me the pins. And then I sell them on Etsy. And you don't have any like copyright issues with anything? Nope. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's, it's all artwork. It's like maybe it'll be characters or design like different characters from different copyrighted stuff. But then my friends will draw, like, or the people I know, people I meet online and stuff, they'll draw their own interpretation of it right. that is completely their own artwork. And, like, in court, I probably wouldn't have a leg to stand on. But I don't think anyone looks at a little pin company on Etsy and goes, they're making big money off of our stuff. Like, right. I would probably have to be, I don't know, selling lots and lots of them or keep doing it with the same design over and over again for, like, years like straight up if i took a design if i took a picture direct from like turner broadcasting that they use for advertising and i tried to make a pin of that i bet i'd get slapped down in an instant but the way i've done it the, with the same way with my podcast because i'll use music and stuff that should be copyrighted probably like stuff right. from the show was originally but then i put clips of me and joe talking over it or i'll edit the clip so that it's remixed or, or, you know, like take chop out portions of it and then copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. So it's like the same thing. And right. it just seems to confound the system. I don't know. I think they could get through if they like directly contacted me with like a lawyer or whatever. But it's always that's more work than it's worth. The lawyer's time versus what I'm probably right. making off of it. They're not even going to want to get it. Right. So, yeah, I've been lucky. Yeah. We'll is- see. I figure if I get struck for anything, that's that means we're making it because people are seeing it. 
Right. That's cool. Like, it's and then I'll cool. re-edit the episode myself. Right. Yeah. It's just been cool to like see, like doing all all of that. Just seeing all that, like with the. So what's so funny about uh, the uh, the holiday episode was like, oh, I remember that. Like I was just like, oh, the uh, like the uh, the Jim Carrey. Um, yeah, oh, the Jim Carrey uh, uh, Christmas story. Yeah, Christmas story. Yeah, I was mm. like, I remember my mom didn't like the animation for that. <laughs> A Christmas oh, Carol. Yeah, the animation was creepy. It was like gross. It was oh like... wow. <laughs> yeah, that it, it's like it's an aggressive take it's aggressive. on. Well, it's because it's so accurate. It's yeah. like they didn't soften any of it for the kids, yeah. even though it's Jim Carrey. It's like Jim Carrey. Are you trying to do an artistic, you know, expression of old literature? Why would you do that, Jim Carrey? Why don't you just continue to be cheesy for the kids and the money, Jim Carrey? Jim, <laughs> if you ask him that now, he'd probably be like, well, you aren't one with the ego tripping life nature. <laughs> you know, have you seen him recently? He looks like, oh, um, no, he's... what's that guy with the, the opening the doorways of perception? Did you the see door, the uh... doorways of perception? Fuck. It looks cool. Uh, the, um, the sequel to Sonic looks cool. Did David, you see commercial for that? David Leary, something Leary. What, what was it? Commercial for what? Sonic the Hedgehog, the uh, sequel. No, I didn't see that shit. Oh, they had the the uh, thing out. He looks because he plays the villain in it, and he is. Oh, they have Robotnik back. Yeah. Nice. And he's like, it's a good reason to go now. So it's like, oh, yeah. Everyone else can go see Spider-Man: No Way Home. I'm gonna go see Doctor Robotnik and Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) Two. Wonder if they have a car scene where they're driving again. Where the main character is a human and they're driving in the driver's seat and there's a passenger that's a crazy cartoon character. I wonder if they're gonna do that again. Again. You ever see that you see that meme online? Yes, it's I like see. it's like forty of them. It's yeah, like forty of the same fucking scene. Alvin and the chipmunks, they got they got everybody, the, the Wreck It Ralph and shit did it. Like Yeah. No. Like, and stuff who like framed that. Roger Rabbit? God damn it, everybody. Yeah. Ugh. Roger Rabbit was that that scene was actually fucking hilarious though, yeah. because Roger Rabbit was all over the fucking car. That's yeah. a good movie. I can't talk crap about it. No, it is a good we, movie. I actually have bonus content I need to release about some Roger Rabbit. Mm. Oh really? Bonus content. Yeah. Well, it's not really good content. It's it's me and Joe laughing at watching Roger Rabbit and trying to make jokes over it. We should we should redo it, but um, I might just release it. I used to have this like really weird tradition when I was growing up, where like mm. randomly I would watch that movie, and whenever I watched that movie for some reason, like it was like a thing that happened, like coincidental, that like I thought was like a magic trick when I did it. Was I would watch that movie, I would fall asleep during it, and then we go to the same Italian place. <laughs> And then at night, I would play uh, video games with my dad. We'd play uh, Mario Party with my dad and my brother and my sister. And I'd be nice. like, anytime I watch the Roger Rabbit movie, we do that. We go to the Italian place and we play video games that night. Do you think it was, do you think it was like a... Uh... I was like, like I'm going to watch this fall asleep. <laughs> I bet you never noticed when you would do that without watching the movie. No, it was always like after I was always like, yeah, <laughs> happened again 
those three things. <laughs> I don't know. Dad, the answer the answer to your question is Rich. Your dad liked that Italian place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up. It's like, oh, you want to make dinner, huh? I'm like, nah, not really. Like, yeah, let's go to the Italian place. And then anytime, like I don't know. Like Routine, routines are, you know, yeah. When you're a little kid, just having feeling like you have control over anything is magical. Yeah. Man, yeah. It is. It's so funny. It's like, oh. Oh. Little kid magic. Mm. Yeah. It's so funny to think about that. Uh, so when you do, um, so how did it, the band thing come about with Ben Brew? Like, he uh Facebook actually. Oh, he just... put he posted on Facebook if anyone knows anyone or play or if you play the trumpet or the saxophone or the drum like if you play any of these instruments please contact me. I'm trying to put a band together. And I was like, "Well, I want to be cool too." So I commented, "I'd play the trumpet." And they're like, "Well, can I audition?" He's like, "Yeah." So they gave me all the music and I wrote up my parts for it. And I played, and he's like, audition? Like, you're in the band, bro. Like, what, I don't need an audition? Like, that was... Oh, that's so cool that he, like... It was very very rewarding to pick it up for the first time in, like, five, six years. And then just, you know, yeah, we'd love you for our project. Yeah, it felt good. Feels good, buddy. Yeah. I'm hanging out with Rudy and Jay Hernandez and PJ. All these... Matt, you know, we got Dave. A bunch of really nice bros. Oh really? Wow, Jay Hernandez is on that. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's our bassist, and he's oh, sick. Wow. He's got That's a so sick cool. mustache. He's got a sick bass. Right, right. I remember he, he was saying that he used to be uh, doing the he used to be doing the the mics mic circle. Yeah, because he was <sighs> improv when I was out of improv, and then yeah, so he's yeah, it's cool though. Like that's the cool thing with those with that whole community of people is like. They're kind of like way. this. Like you hold up your fingers crossed. Like that's comedians and musicians, right? Because Mike, I mean, he he's like working as just as an example. He's working as a bartender there. He's in a band. He's right. working the bar at open mic doing comedy. And then there's all those guys that would come out to see the open mic comedy, but they were always in bands too. Like that one that one guy. I forget. He had like the mohawk. He'd be there. Right, full yeah. on, full on empty. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, Jay was—he's drummer for Kill the Engine, but right. Jay also does comedy. You know, so uh, Vin, you know, does a ton of comedy and also is the band leader. You know, he's, he's creative powerhouse, man. Releasing right. albums, just released an album. Shout out to Vin's album. Shout out to Christian yeah. Cordez's Christmas album. My oh, all my friends are releasing albums, and I don't. I don't have any albums to release. KP Burke's got a comedy special coming out. It's a distribution gas network, I believe. Oh, yeah. Isn't that all some great ass shit, man? I'm so hyped up for my friends, man. When is that coming out? Um, I have no idea with KP. Yeah. Uh, Christian's already out. Um, and What's Vin is already out. Christian, um, fuck, In the Key of Christmas is Christian's album. And uh, Vin Brew has a new album, Humor Me. Yeah, that's it. Right. With his funny, with his funny songs, with his, with his humorous songs. Let's be right. Let's be respectful. Because he does a mix. He does a good mix of uh, like um, songs that are funny and songs that are like actual, like good, like yeah, good songs. 
like to be taken seriously. Yeah, because a lot of the, the music we play in the Ving Brew and the Davidians is just good, and right. uh, it's got hooks and fun lyric. The lyrics are, I enjoy the intelligence of the lyrics. That's something right. Rudy said to me. It's like I can't be in a band if lyrics suck. And I was like, wow, that sounds nitpicky. But no, you're entirely right. Like that, right. that kind of makes or breaks it, you know. And nah, I, every every little bit, I, I love that we have songs about how there's never going to be peace and love, even though we would like there to be. Right. And we have a song about um, like some weird graffiti that he saw, and it says "Young Rectums," and he's like, "Well, what does that mean?" And then he saw it in another place, like in a different country. He saw it, and he's like, "What does it mean?" So he wrote a song about it. Yeah, I mean, the music that you always, like, showed me when we hung out was always, that was always cool. I always liked sort of that stuff was my, uh, like, I still Thank listen you, to a lot of that music. Like, I'm glad it had an effect on you. It's, I, the, I, uh, I've always enjoyed listening to a lot of different shit. I can't, like, pick like one the, thing. That song, like, the band Palace. Yeah. That you turned me on to, Delta Sleep. I mean, I listen to that stuff now, and I'm like, oh, and I know that. Yeah, dude. You, you go, and then you go on Spotify to their album, and it's like, oh, wow. Like, there's a couple other bangers on this. I, I, love, oh, I love finding a song I like and then exploring that. Ban- that's I, I don't like the way that Spotify is taking all the money out of making music, but I do like yeah. that I can just go through all kinds of shit on this one app and... No, it's they not- really have sold. They really have sold it pretty effectively. My God, my shit's on Spotify. I'm not getting any money for it. The podcasters don't get money no. from Spotify. You have to get a deal through Anchor to distribute to Spotify to get any money. And my God, it, it basically Patreon is the only way to monetize a podcast unless you're fucking Joe Rogan, right? Yeah, it kind of sucks. That that's like the the go-to of the medium. Yeah, you can't like, getting advertisements miss, like you have to be you have to be a very likable big name podcast. I miss as a snob of like, of like a podcast like comedy snob of being like I miss when Mark Marin was the person because at least like yeah. Mark Marin at least like he's likable than Joe Rogan, which is crazy to say. <laughs> yeah, Joe 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 Rogan is kind of uh I I, I don't I don't know he reminds me of like a jock that just wasn't popular in high school. So he's like got all this stuff to prove. Right. You know, but I mean, you know, like he, his podcast is funny. Sometimes I watched right. the one with Elon Musk. He got that guy to smoke a bunch of weed yeah. and then Elon Musk's stock just drops. Like he lost oh, yeah. so much money just by going on that fucking podcast. Some stuff, some stuff Joe Rogan oh, does is all right. Mad. Yeah. I, I just wanted to stop telling Jamie to pull things up. And I want him to stop telling me about supplements. I don't care if they're giving him money. Like you have enough money off the podcast, Joe Rogan. Stop telling me about fucking. One of the funniest episodes. We had Jim Gaffigan on, and Jim Gaffigan just like roasted the shit out of him the entire time. (laughs) Jim Gaffigan was roasting Joe Rogan. Like the shit out of him. I have to. I have to. I have to hear this. He's just like, what are you eating the weights? <laughs> like... Oh, he's calling him fat and shit. <laughs> no, he's like, he said that to Joe. He's like, what are you like? 
it was like anytime with Joe would bring up like an animal or something, like just randomly, like they were just like mm-hmm. talking about something. Like he'd be like, "Are you eating that?" <laughs> like, so fucking funny. Know what tigers can do? Tigers can jump like sixty feet in the fucking air. Did you know that? It's like, no, no, I didn't. Like, yeah, man, tigers are sick, bro. <laughs> Have you ever tried? No. Um... no. <laughs> oh my god, I like tigers. I don't know. <laughs> That's a random. Tiger one. King made me realize that they are being exploited for money by dickheads. Right. And it made me mad. But it's like, think of anything, think of anything, it's been exploited for money. It doesn't matter really what it is. No, it's, 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 uh, it's really not that great. I never watched yeah. Tiger King. 3D printing, especially. Everyone thinks they're, they can just make their own figures for D&D and sell them online. But your figures suck. I don't want to see them. Get that trash out of here. Right. Stop engraving laser dice. Go away, all your little businesses. I don't know. I make no. hat pins, so I guess I can't talk crap. No, but mine I mean, are like... artistic, and yours yeah, are artistic. the same thing over and over again. Stop selling me stuff, Facebook. You must make a... That's just something like <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> like that must blow. That would blow the minds of like hat pins would like blow the minds of like crypto idiots with NFTs. Oh yeah, like real life NFTs. <laughs> but there's only a hundred of these pins that exist in the world. They'll be like, "What?" Like, "Yeah," and I'm never gonna make one again. And then they would just lose their mind bidding on. I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand how it's not money laundering. Because no. then you you take you take the, this money you have in crypto and you spend it and you say, "Oh, I spent it on an art investment." They're like, oh, okay, well, that money you invested, so it's not income. Like, there's, there's all these ways around paying your fucking taxes. I think yeah. that's the reason why the, all these pictures of monkeys are going for like 40 grand and shit, man. Like, yeah. I don't think it's because people really want the monkeys. <laughs> no. You know? It's like or the, the, to own a virtual, to own a virtual proof of certificate of documentation that you own this online picture. Yeah. I don't, yeah. That's not what it is, but it's still fucking stupid. No, it's it's insane. I don't get it. Crypto is dumb enough. Crypto is like, oh, I'd like to pay for this in crypto. Oh, well, now you need twice as much of what you now. Now you need half as much. Now you need a quarter as you can't use it as money if the price is always fucking changing, dude. I know that dollars have inflation and shit, but like we're literally talking about, okay, this is worth 50 grand. Okay, it's worth 60 grand. Okay, it's worth 40 grand. You can't use that as money. You know, it's funny. It's like, it's like when I when I heard what it was, it was like non fungible token. It's like fungible isn't a word. You can't combine yeah. words to <laughs> You can't just make up words to sell me stuff. That's marketing, kid. Like, hey, oh my god, fungible. They're totally fungible. Are you kidding me? Find me a tech nerd, and he'll fund you that token. I don't care. Non fungible, my ass, man. Right. That's like, oh. <laughs> it's good to talk with you, Rich. Yeah, it was really, really, yeah, this is really, really fun to talk to mm. you. Um, I think, um, I'm thinking what else to talk about because, uh, we kind of like went through everything that you've been doing. Uh, um, I'd like to think so. 
Uh, I, I have other stuff that I do, but I'm not going to mention it. It's, it's, all, it's, it's a bit more form to it, you know? Right. Well, I mean, uh, so, like, with all the things that you do, like, how does it not, like, get overwhelming, like, with everything mm. that you sort of get? I kind of, well, Okay, that, I don't know. Uh, it seems like every I just separate it, and every right. time I get like a new order for pins, it's a series of tasks that I've done a million times. So, like, I get the order and I print it up and I put, slap the label on it. Um, with editing, it's the same thing. I have the raw data and I look at it and I sit on the computer. And it takes me maybe like an hour or two to chop out an episode. I'm pretty happy with. It right. does like I'm not spending too much time on anything. Because I've I've learned a long time ago, you can't make stuff perfect. You can't absolutely right. have it be a hundred percent perfect, but it can be good enough, and that's where you say okay, and you're done. So um, I, I don't know. Uh, you just you just divide up tasks, and um, I don't know. I I haven't been working like a full time job so much. Right. I've been kind of working odd jobs more, so I think that helps. With like having a bunch of different creative things you're trying to juggle, it's like not having like a strict you know time constraint. I I'm blessed. I you know I can't complain with um how I've been doing with things. Uh, right. But I, I don't know. Just I think if I didn't have all these different things that I was working on at one time, I would go crazy. Right. Because I I used to put all that energy into hitting like three or four mics a week with you. And then right. COVID lockdowns hit and, you know, like stuff would happen out when you're driving, you hit a fucking deer and shit. Right. It's, uh, it's hectic. It's really hectic trying no, to is. do this. So I figured, I don't know, like I'll make a podcast with Joe and see if that goes viral. Maybe I'll con- get connections that way. And it's right. kind of worked. I was on Harry Back's comedy show for K- uh, Caitlin Hester. Oh, wow. I love Kate Hester. Yeah, yeah it was an awesome guy. show. It was an awesome show. I uh, I went up at the end of the night and I pretty much brought the audience back from tears to laughter, and then oh we signed off. Yeah, right. Wow. Because it was it was a bad oh I don't know it was a bad vibe in the room. Everyone was tired, but they wow. they were pleasantly surprised by me, and I was pleasantly surprised by their reaction to me. And then it was a good night. How long did you do? Like how long? Did I did. Play? I think about eight minutes. Eight oh. minutes. Yeah, I wasn't timing it or recording it like I should have been. But yeah, that's so cool. That I pretty much read every joke that I have. So right. I have okay. eight minutes. Do you have a favorite joke right now? My favorite joke. Uh, okay. Well, I, I could tell you a new one because I, I all the ones that work are my favorites like equally tied but um okay um so i don't know why the same elderly women or middle-aged women you know who avoid me on the street will try and give me a colonoscopy when they're standing behind me in the grocery line you know (laughs) i don't understand why they're like this the concept of personal space completely eludes them as soon as they have groceries in front of them and they're in a cart waiting in that line, they just are right. They're right fucking there, man. It's like you turn around. It's like, hey, I didn't know you were going to be inside me. Can you can you get to know me for I don't know. It's, it's something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have the I mean, joke. Right. That makes a lot of sense, though. 
Like, yeah, like they'll they'll look at me. I'll be walking on the street, and they'll take a look at me, and they'll fucking avoid me. They'll go across the street, but then I'm just getting some bread, and they're getting some milk, and they want to be they want to be on riding on my shoulders. Like I don't understand. Like you can't go through me to get to the register faster, lady. Right? Can you please take a step back because I don't want to get diseases from you. <laughs> There's literally a plague about. And I don't want to be close to you either. Like, just because I'm the scary looking one with my long hair and my dumb jacket. Like, can you back the fuck up? Like, I'm kind of scared of you. I think I'm more scared of these old ladies than they're scared of me because they might try and ask for a manager. And I don't work there. So they'll get confused and they'll start yelling at me like, hey, I've been waiting here for whatever. I don't care. Like, what are you talking about? That happens to my friend Timmy all the time. He goes what? to Walmart a whole bunch. And, Does he uh, wear like blue or what? No, like, like a blue he's vest. Very specific, and old people just think like that. These Karens just think that he he works there, so they start yelling at him, and then he's like, "I don't work here." That's that's when you just like start barking at them like a dog. Like you try and break their brain if possible. <laughs> I think you're sexy. <laughs> like what? Oh! Like, I'd be like, as a heart yeah. attack, like on the spot. <laughs> like, I got a promotion. You're not supposed to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know who I am. I own Walmart. I am Walton. Get out of my face, you dumb bitch. I own all of this. I will kill you. Get out of my way. I don't know. You can't scream that in public, but no, well, something along those lines. I find the more specific the insult, the more it sticks with people. It's like, hey, you're a dickhead. It's like, meh, you know. It's like, I am going to burn your teeth with a torch. Like, you know, people go, oh, whoa, okay. You know, I am going to squeeze your eyeballs with a vice. Like, uh, (laughs) something specific. My teeth are itchy. Yell that at them. Like. That's way better than fuck you, because they'll be thinking about it weeks right. later. Like, his teeth are itchy? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that guy talking about? I'd rather be that guy than the guy that they forget about. Like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Right. Heard a million times, bud, whatever. I live in New Jersey. Right. <laughs> well, thanks so much for doing this and being on it. Of course. Yeah, it was fun, man. Thank you for having me. I always yeah. enjoy my what the heck time. I know you had my uh, my co-host on recently. I'd yeah. like to think that my episode was way more funny. Shots fired. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe. Come get some. What's up, bro? I'll see you at the next D&D campaign, you fucking nerd. You nerd. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Matt, our DM. Right. That's me. Uh, thanks, Rich, for having me. Yeah. And, uh, dude. Let's fucking go to an open mic soon. You got to hit me up after this. Yeah, sure. We got to link up and go to Nip and Tuck. I want to do Nip and Tuck sometime. Right. Yeah. I miss the crew. I miss Carl Callen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that you're going to hit me up after this, Richard. You sound kind of nice. I, I will. I will. <laughs> I will for sure hit you up. Okay. Yeah, well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you again, man. All right. Take care, dude. All right. You too. Take care. Buy my hat pins! Woo!